We already did this intro once, but we'll do it again. We'll do it again. <laughs> it's that weird in between spring and summer season where things are chaotic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is when this episode comes out, you will be in France. I will be in France. And I will be in San Diego. We will be out of the state which is a rarity. Yeah. Well, and we'll both be traveling at the same time, which is also a rarity. I know. That never happens. So we're doing a little, what are we reading this summer? Yeah. For, firstly, what are we packing on the vacations that we're currently on as yeah. you guys are listening to this? <laughs> What's in our bag? Yeah. As I'm in California and Abigail is in France. On a river cruise. On a river cruise. I am somewhere on the beach right now, probably. I, I really hope so for you. Or at the San Diego Zoo, which I'm very excited about. Ooh. Yeah. Which I'm not a zoo girly, but it's the San Diego Zoo. So like, I have to, right? Isn't that where Ross's monkey went on mm-hmm. Friends? Mm-hmm. Well, say hi to I'll Marcel. go see Marcel. <laughs> yeah, go see Marcel. <laughs> that was a deep cut. I, I don't know why I remember that. I haven't watched Friends in a long time. That might have been my first like consciousness of the san diego zoo was marcel getting into i just remember them reading the letters of like it was college admissions right he like he got it he got it it. (laughs) so maybe i'm hanging out with marcel right now and you are on a boat i'm on a boat um (laughs) with people my grandparents age it's gonna be great yeah youngest traveler besides you is 50 Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and yeah, it was so funny because one of my coworkers, so I'm hosting a trip for work and it's going to be fun and great and whatnot. Um, but yeah, everyone is older. And one of my coworkers saw my passenger list and I was like, oh yeah, my youngest is 50. And she was like, glancing at it and all the ages are on there. And she goes, no, you've got to, oh, that's you. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's me and my fiance. We are by by far and away the youngest person. Youngest, youngest people, people by at least 20 years. Yes, I'm very excited. I don't know what to expect. I'm also nervous because I don't travel very well, but... Yeah, you're kind of a nervous traveler. I am a nervous traveler. Yeah. I don't like to be out of my element, and mm-hmm. this is going to be across a whole ocean. So I feel like I'm always almost going to feel a little like out of body mm-hmm. at points. Um, so I'm just trying to prepare for that. Maybe this is the trip that kind of eases your your travel nerves a bit. I hope so. Maybe. Yeah, I'm kind of a I'm kind of a homebody. Yeah. I don't I don't like to leave my I don't like to leave my city like at yeah. all. Yeah, yeah, you're not a, a not not a big vacationer really. I am so excited to get up on this boat and go eat a breakfast that I did not prepare and yeah. just read my little book on the deck until I get, you know get shuffled off to Monet's house or whatever. Yeah, I imagine so the excited. food's gonna be really good. I really hope so because we eat almost every meal on the boat. Mm-hmm. But I I did Google this morning menus on this ship and I found a review that was very positive. So I I picture it being like my Galapagos cruise thing because mm. it's like similarly. I feel like the these two like I got a mailer from this cruise line that you're going on oh really yeah how i don't know that's weird uh because i googled it to see if it was the same thing and i think it's just because i'm on like maybe because i did the galapagos one Mm. and now they're like she likes luxury boats (laughs) um she can do this all the time which i which i do like that i i'm very glad i get the the catalogs yeah um but it's very aspirational um so that the food on that boat 
in like was genuinely some of the best food I've ever had on your Galapagos cruise. Yeah, because okay. it was like they were very careful about it all being like locally sourced and having like um you know, not just stuff from Ecuador, but stuff from like there were different themes. Like one mm. day it was like today's lunch is Peruvian and here's why and like here's what it is that makes it Peruvian. Mm. So it was like also a little lesson with it. Oh, but it was also cool. so good, like freshly squeezed fruit juice every morning from oh. different local fruits, which like the fruits in like South America, Latin America are like unparalleled. Oh. Um, so I I assume that it will be like that on your boat. Uh, these people expect luxury vacation, so I assume it is going to be fancy. Right. So right. I'm going for free just because I'm working the whole thing. Right. So I will enjoy every minute of coffee and fruit and pastries I did not prepare mm-hmm. that I don't have to cook for myself for like 10 days. I'm mm-hmm. so excited. I imagine the weather will be really nice too. It's going to be like in the 60s, yeah. which I don't know how to pack for the 60s in may sometimes right that's an in-between it's weird yeah mm-hmm. and it'll probably be like cloudy and rainy for part of it but right. It, right. it should be nice it should be pleasant yeah i can't wait to see your photos um my trip is not that glamorous i have two trips though actually my but my trips are not quite as glamorous san diego and new, new orleans, orleans yeah oh. so i'm tagging along on ryan's work trip to san diego um mainly because i've never been I've never been to California. So and he, report back. I love California. And he rarely goes somewhere cool for work. Like usually he goes to like New Jersey um, or like Albuquerque, which like is where he's from. And so I've been there a bunch. And so I don't really necessarily feel the need to go. Right. But and then when this came up, I was like, yeah, can I come? Um, and it's for a conference. And so he's going to be super busy. And the weird thing is we're like staying in kind of a weird part of San Diego because it's like by the like convention place where this conference is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to have to like Uber around, I think, to get to like the cool places. But we're staying. One of the cool things about where we're staying is that it's on the like Navy Pier where like the freaking Navy SEALs train. And so I can like apparently, allegedly, like walk down to the beach in the morning and watch them like working out or what like training which is gonna be really cool sounds like the start of a romance (laughs) this is your if you were not married this would be your meet cute Uh, yes exactly but it's also where the statue of the people kissing oh is and i really i might like rent a car and drive up to la jolla Mm. um or like get like a zip car or what you know one of those day long yeah or like the one I, i did in los angeles where i you can rent like another person's car for the day. Remember oh, yes. I, I forgot what it's called, like Turo or something like that. Um, But it was like 60 bucks for me to rent this woman's car all day. Damn, you should have done that when we went to Denver because we paid fucking like $400 to rent a car. Yeah, yeah. It was good because it was just literally for the one day. Right. Um, So I might do that. And then Ryan and I are going to New Orleans, which is a pretty low-key trip, but we're staying at this like kind of bougie boutique hotel. Wait, what's it called? Um, Maison de la Luz. Mm, damn. When last time I went, we stayed at one called the Eliza Jane, and it was an old newspaper building. Oh, that's cute. It was really cute. This is like, um, it's like really small and very like old school Southern sort of B and B looking. Um, 
like the word Southern charm is all over this website. Of course. Um, and it's like, it's like fancy, but not like uncomfortable fancy. Mm-hmm. Um, because we were going to do like a bigger international trip or something. And then everything was so expensive. Yeah. So then we were like, let's just go to New Orleans, but let's like ball out like a little bit. I know. I'm almost jealous you're going without me, but you're going to ball out. I know. I'm excited. I can't. I need to like plan my meals. Yes. Um, that is what New Orleans is for. Yeah. I love New Orleans. I'm so excited. I've never, I can't believe I've never been. I'm so excited. Anyway, so I've got one beachy trip and then one more like, I don't know, cultural trip. Yeah. Maybe. Um, so I have to be really careful about which, which books I'm bringing for what, which is the vibe. The vibe's got to fit. Um, so I'll st- I'll start off with my my beachy ones. Yes. So I am obviously bringing Carly Fortune's Meet Me at the Lake. Yes. Which um I've talked about how much I liked every summer after last summer um which we'll talk about. Yes. But this is I don't think it's like it's not a part of the it's not a series. Mm-hmm. Um the covers just look really similar. Yeah, they do. <laughs> this one's pink. This one's pink. Um, and this is like a kind of a second chance, um, again, love it, which the, which every summer after was a second chance also, Mm -hmm. but it was like a second chance with like people who grew up together as kids and then they sort of fell in love. And this is like the, these two people who meet once in their early twenties have this like connection decide to meet up one year later because the timing is off and she showed up and he didn't. <gasps> and then 10 years later, she's 32. What's with all the 32-year-olds in the books that I'm I, reading lately? I don't know. Um, And she's running her mom's lakeside resort. Um, And then who shows up at the resort but this man from nine years earlier? I want nothing more in life right now than to go to a lake house. Uh huh. This is all I want. I have nothing planned of this nature, but man, I just I need the I need to scratch the edge of like a good beach lake house friend trip. Yeah, like when like when Nicole was at the lake a few our friend Nicole was I at know. the lake a few weeks ago. I was like, God, I want this so bad. Yes, this is all I want. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm crazy excited about this book. So it's not it's not a beach book, but it's. A summer book. A water book. A water book. So that one's coming to uh to San Diego with me. Um I'll probably reread Beach Read. I've been wanting to. Mm-hmm. And this feels like the right time. Yeah. Um I'm also I don't know if I'm gonna bring this to the beach with me or if I'm just gonna read it later this summer. I've been DMing with some of y'all in the about uh Elon Hildebrand. I was surprised to see Elon Hildebrand on this list. Because I'm finally gonna do it. Because okay. enough folks have DM'd our I and I say enough, it's like two or three people who have been like because I think I did like a poll or something on Instagram oh, yeah. that's like, would we like this? Would we like Elon? Because we're not we haven't really delved into that corner of romance. She lives in the same category as Jodi Picoult to me. Me too. In my head, yes. But like They're apparently di- in practice, that's not true. Okay. So I got 
um, when we did that big book outlet order mm-hmm. a little while ago, there's a lot of Elon on book outlet. And so I got the mo- the one listed as um, or like one of the ones listed as most popular, which is the Hotel Nantucket. Mm. So I'm going to do that at some point this summer. I don't know if I'm going to do it in California because it's the wrong coast. Um, All of these are the wrong coast. Yeah. <laughs> Two of these are lakes. I know. Um, so, you know, maybe I'll do that. Um, and then this, I feel like, matches kind of thematically with my New Orleans trip, mm. which is Ashley Poston's new book. And real ones know how I feel about Ashley Poston and yes. the Dead Romantics. Maybe I'll bring the Dead Romantics to New Orleans because that also feels right. That Oh, the Dead Romantics absolutely could have, maybe not should have, but... Could have been set in New Orleans. It, it yeah. could have. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this book also takes place in the South. I don't know where, um, but it says like... or. Or the the man is southern. I don't know. There's yeah. someone southern involved, and the the lead, the female lead's name is Clementine. So I'm assuming oh. it's in the south. I uh, where else is somebody named Clementine? Right. So it's called the Seven Year Slip, um, and in in true Ashley Poston fashion, it's like a little paranormal, just like a smidge, just maybe another hot ghost. I don't remember. I remember reading the blurb and being like confused, but also like, I whatever, I'm with you. Yeah, sure. so so what it is is that she gets a new roommate mm-hmm. who's very handsome. Like the Clementine gets a new roommate who's yes. very handsome and he lives 7 years in the past. That's right. So there's like a weird time loop. I don't know the logistics of this. The logistics I'm not going to think about until I read the book. Exactly. <laughs> it's going to um, hurt. Yeah, and he's described as a man with kind eyes and a southern drawl and a taste for lemon pies. And I'm like, he sounds hot. <laughs> I also love a lemon pie. Yeah. Um, so who knows how this is going to work, but I this is like maybe these two books, Meet Me at the Lake and The Seven Year Slip, are perhaps my most anticipated summer reads. So the, we'll talk about our like more general summer like TBR later, but that's my vacation Mm-hmm. list what what are you bringing to france with you so i was trying to find a good like european vacation book uh i should have spent more time what's that one that i just finished one night on the island the give Jersey it to Silver me one i i don't i don't have it i but you should obtain it <laughs> i should obtain it because isn't it it's in england yes in a cottage it's very cozy it's Fuck. very your shit it is cozy summer. So it's not it's not France, but it's European. I'm not finding a lot of it's slim pickings for France River Cruise romance. You could also reread shipped. I could reread shipped. It's on a boat. It, kind of, that's Galapagos though. Yeah. It's different different kind of boat. Different vibe. Different vibe. I do love Josie Silver, so Yeah, I would do that one. I will obtain that one. Yeah. Um I will well, I'm probably gonna finish it by the time I leave. I'm on so I'm reading romantic comedy right now. By Curtis. We both are. Yeah, we both are. By Curtis Sittenfeld. Um, I am enjoying it a lot. Me too. I really like it. Madeline, our friend Madeline, who we mention a lot on here, yeah. is a hater. She gave it three stars, so not a full hater. Okay, she okay, I didn't see her Goodreads review, but I saw her in our Instagram DMs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited to ask her about it. <laughs> or talk to her once I finish it. Yeah, because I'm like 40% through, and you said you're a little ahead of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like it. Like I'm, I like find myself being like, 
okay, I got to go pick this book. Like, I'm, I've, I know. I really want to pick it up again. Um, I will probably finish it by the time I leave for France. But I'm on the wait list for <laughs> Curtis Sittenfeld's first book called Prep. Which is incredible. It's an incredible book. That was one of my it's, favorites when I was like in, it had to have been high school. It wasn't middle school. This I, is a YA school. book and yeah. I read the description of it. It's about prep school kids. It's I great. would have been absolutely obsessed with this book at age 12. So I I'm going to read it. I had no idea until you texted me the other day that it was by the same author because it's not like I paid attention to authors in high school. Right. I just like picked up books based on the cover, honestly. Yeah. Um. I, I remember I remember nothing about this book. I could not tell you what happens in it. Oh, I'm but so I do. When you sent me that cover, I had like a very vivid flashback of like being obsessed with that book. And I can like picture my copy of it, which was like kind of beat up because I read mm-hmm. it a few times and like took it on vacation and stuff. Oh, I love a prep school kid drama. Yeah, I love Gossip Girl. There was this series of like horse girl books where they went to prep school. Yes. I forgot what those were called. But there was one where it was like the first year they're at this prep school and they're trying out for like the writing team and they're your seventh graders with Versace shirts and whatnot. Yeah. It's we, we ridiculous. Liked the click. Yes. Which I don't remember if that was prep school, but same vibe. Uh, yeah, it was basically prep school. Um, And then the It Girl series, which was also not prep school, but also just like rich teenagers. And we live in Texas. Yeah. We lived in rural Texas. Yeah. I think that's probably why we gravitated to those so much. Life seemed easier when you didn't have chickens to feed and whatnot. <laughs> I did have chickens you to didn't feed have to growing up. to drive 40 minutes to school. Yeah. Or to Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully I get off the wait list for that by the time I leave. Um, yeah. yeah. All I really know about it is it's prep school kids and one small town kid who goes to the prep school. I love that this book is so popular in the year 2023 that you have to be on the wait list for it. Well, they only have two copies. <laughs> sure. And the wait list is three people. I am first in line. Sure. So Okay. That makes more sense. You know. And but it, I was like, good for Curtis. It is also the ebook version and this book came out in 2005, so there could be plenty of print versions. True. Maybe I true. should check. Yeah. Anyway, I'm on the ebook wait list. That's I think I'll so probably funny. It is it is funny. I was kind of surprised. So. I mean, I assume this book takes like five minutes to read also because it's a YA book. I'm betting it's going to be a really good plain book. Yes. You can finish the whole thing yes. in like one good run. Which I will need because I hate flying. Yeah. And so I'll need a good discri- distraction. Yeah. And that'll be fun. Yeah. So then I also am taking, finally, every summer after. I can't wait for you to go on this journey. Yeah. The way that I, this is one of those books that, with hindsight, I love even more. Mm-hmm. You know, like the more I think about it, I'm like, man, what a fucking book that was. I have been in such a reading slump too for like three months, and mm-hmm. I can feel myself like coming out of it with this the, is gonna yeah with summer romance, right? And I hate summer, so I don't know what it is in the air right now. Where all I want to do is sit at. Maybe it's because it took some. It took longer for summer to get here this year. Yeah, and it's been raining for a fucking month. Yeah. All I want is to sit by the pool with a margarita and read a fucking silly romance. Yeah. And this is this is it. Here we are. So we won't talk much about Every Summer After because we talk about it all the time. But I'm finally taking it. Yeah. And then I'm also finally, finally, finally going to read Secretly Yours by Tessa Bailey, <laughs> um, which I've had the arc for, for forever. And now it's been properly out for months. Um, yeah. It came out in February. Yeah. But it takes place... On a vineyard, yeah, w- yeah, yeah. It in in Napa, yes. 
and a good portion of it is vineyard adjacent on or around said vineyard. The The male leads family owns a vineyard. I cannot wait to ask my sommelier fiance all of these dumb vineyard questions as I read this book. There's not a lot of there. I mean, there's like some vineyard stuff, but it's less on the less on the vineyard than one would think. Mm, okay, well, I'll be sure to find one dumb question to yeah. ask him because the female lead is a gardener mm-hmm. who's working on the vineyard, right? Yeah, it's like uh, doing like landscape, like planting flowers and shit. Yes. On this property. And we've got a vineyard man. Yes. So I'm excited for a silly Tessa Bailey. It's been a little while for me. This one is silly. It's just, it's candy. It's good. Great. Mm-hmm. Love it. Incredible. And then we'll talk about this later, but I just finished reading the, the second one, which comes out in July. June? June. Comes out in June. Um, And it's the the guy, the male leads from, from the first book. It's mm-hmm. his sister. Mm. The second one is even sillier. Oh, yeah. This is, yeah, this is, what is that TikTok going around? It's wackadoodle time. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what this is. It's like, it's like, it, yeah, this is just like classic, lighthearted, silly Tessa Bailey, where you're like, I'm just going to pretend that I live in this fake little dumb world and try to not think about how improbable some of these things are. Sign me up. Yeah, it's, it's delightful. That's my pack list. Mm-hmm. So we want to talk about general books coming out this summer that we're excited about. Um, and so we, I, I mean, I think it goes without saying that both of these are books that we both want to read. Yes. I think that's a fair assessment. Um, and one of the ones that I'm really excited about that I actually, like, the, I think I might rotate this into one of my trips. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I read on vacation, like I can finish like seven books in three days the way that I read on vacation. Uh, so it depends on how like active, like what whatever I'm doing right. on the trip. Um, but I'm so excited for Lisa Cross-Smith's new book, Goodbye Earl. Lisa Cross-Smith continues to surprise me because the first book I read by her was a collection of short stories like that were like kind of female empowerment mm-hmm. second book i read by her was like i think it was like sort of a romance or romance adjacent um and then this one is just like it's called goodbye earl and so you can assume what it's about mm-hmm. it's these four women who are friends four best friends um like getting revenge on the men who have wronged them totally our shit it sounds so delightful. Um, and I like I would read anything Lisa Crossmith writes. Um, but this one, I mean, it the tagline is a revenge novel. It's goodbye Earl Colon, a revenge novel as like the subhead. Oh, I might I don't know. This one is I we both have the arc for this one, so mm-hmm. I might rotate this one in sooner too. I don't know. Yeah, this one comes out in July, um, July third. Uh, which feels purposeful because there's like a sliced up what looks like perhaps cherry pie on the cover. Um, so I think it's supposed to. I think it's supposed to be like a summer. Yes, you know what I mean. Oh, um, another pie on this podcast today. Yeah, yeah, multiple pie mentions today. But it takes place. There's like a dual timeline 
some of it happens in 2004 and some of that when they're graduating from high school and some of it happens in 2019. Um, so, yeah, I like it's like technically a thriller. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't done when I've cycled in like thrillers or suspense or something in between my romance. A lot of times it has not been very women centered. Right. So I'm excited for this one. I have no idea. I have no idea what to expect with this. Like, I don't know if there's actual murder involved or like, I don't know. Murder. But light. I'm in. I'm in. Um, so another another one that I'm really excited for that, again, this might this might get rotated into my to my San Diego trip is um, Jen McKinley's new book. And mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's called Summer Reading. So, you know. Wow. Very on brand. And the, the cover is the guy and the girl reading a book together on a beach, laying on a beach towel with a lighthouse in the background. All I want right now. It takes place on Martha's Vineyard. Um, it comes out May 16th. So it'll be out by the time this podcast is out. Um, and so even though it's not out yet, you know, you have to take reviews with a grain of salt before the book comes out, but it's got a 4.14 rating on Goodreads. That feels encouraging. And I really liked Jen McKinley's last book, Wait For It, um, that I found really fun. And that wasn't, that was from 2021 and that wasn't like as well reviewed as this one. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and like it, like I didn't love it. I didn't, I was like, that was good. You know, yeah, and so I'm excited about this one. Um, it's like a cottage on Martha's Vineyard kind of thing. So shenanigans will surely ensue. Um, and I, I, I'm not going to talk too deeply about all of these, but like, there's a new Christina Lauren, so you know, obviously, you got to do that one. Got to do that one. Um, that also that has a 4.45 rating on goodreads i'm hoping this this one is the true love experiment yeah and i don't I, I haven't read the blurb in a while i think i also have the arc for it i'm hoping it's more of a return to their kind of traditional first person because mm-hmm. they they shifted to third person for at least their the soulmate equation was third person yeah which was i liked it mm-hmm. but i definitely kind of miss their more slightly sarcastic heroine first person which is like yeah. my candy right so right this one's about a romance novelist and a documentary filmmaker that's right so, so that one's gonna be great there's a new Eliza Alyssa Sussman I'm sorry for not knowing how to say your name um but so the Christina Lauren one comes out May 16th so it also will be out by the time this is out and then the Alyssa Sussman who she wrote um, Funny You Should Ask, which I liked quite a bit. Um, Everyone liked that one last summer. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like that one. as. I think it was a little overhyped for me, and then, mm. like, my expectations were really high, and then I was like, well, this was good, but it wasn't, like, that, you yeah. know? Yeah, I feel like that was the book last summer. I Everywhere I went, everyone yes. was like, this is the book. Yeah, I mean, I did really like it. Don't get me wrong. Like, it was still in my mm-hmm. top, you know, when we talked about this last year, it was in my top, like – top reads but i think it was a little overexposed but so mm-hmm. this one is by the same author um 
it's another celebrity one. Um, it's like a pop star and then a guy from a boy band. Uh, so boy bands. I know. Making a comeback. Um, and then um, I'm also incredibly excited about the new Rachel and Solomon, who I feel like we don't talk about enough on this podcast. Um, but she's got a book coming out on July 4th. Maybe we should do this one for a book club mm, episode. It's called Business or Pleasure. Um, it's about a ghostwriter. Lots of ghostwriters lately in these books. Um, and she's ghostwriting a book for a C-list actor. Um, and they like had a one night stand basically. And then now she's like writing, ghostwriting this book. So it's like kind of awkward. And it, it also, again, hasn't come out yet, but it has 4.28 on Goodreads. We're on a roll with some good, good pre- Pre-reviews, I guess. Yeah, like all my favorite romance authors, I feel like have books coming out this summer. Even ones that I didn't mention here, like there's a new Mary McFarlane, there's a new um, Meryl Wilsner, there's, um, I mean, what? there's like all kinds of stuff. Uh, I'm like scrolling through. Annabelle Monahan has a new book out. Elle Kennedy has another book coming out. Like mm-hmm. there's just like... So many of my faves, um, Ashley Winstead, Sarah Adams, Fair Heron, like just like lots of good stuff this summer. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're getting a lot of sequels this summer. Like I was scrolling through the upcoming romances on Goodreads and I saw lots of like number twos and number threes for, mm-hmm. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but it was like books that we have read or are going to read now the second one's coming out. Right. So yeah, and the, like uh, the you you flagged. I didn't originally have this one on my list because I wasn't thinking about it for whatever reason. But the the new Lynn Painter, which I liked, Mister Wrong Number, and this is the second one in that series, The Love Wager, um, that came out in March. Um, so I think it didn't come up on my list because I was mm. like looking for stuff that's gonna come out. Yeah. Um. But I I like Lynn Painter a lot, and uh, this one has four stars on. 4.2. Ooh. 4.02. Excuse oh. me. Uh, stars on Goodreads. So um, that one is sure to be fun also. But what do you have? We already talked a little bit about the Tessa Baileys. Yes. I will be doing them almost as a double feature, most likely. Um, but unfortunately, yours, the sequel to Secretly Yours, again, Vineyard, Vineyard's Shenanigans. Yeah, which is the um, the 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 sister of the guy the male romantic interest in the first book mm-hmm. and the, the her love interest is this guy who like is running a winery because it was like his buddy who was killed in the military's like dream to open a winery and he's like really bad at it oh great <laughs> and the wine is really bad oh this one will be fun <laughs> um and she like kind of helps helps him basically yeah and it's also a, ma- a marriage of convenience one so they get married at the beginning and then oh amazing i haven't done a marriage of, of convenience in a long time this is actually. my second one recently because i also did uh anna maria and the fox for one of my book of the month oh, yeah. which i found a pleasant surprise i heard a lot of people really liked that one it's it 
surprised. I mean, it was, it was just so different than anything else I normally read that mm. I was like, you know what? This is a good time. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. What else you got? Uh, one I'm really excited about is Bridget Morrissey's new one, mm-hmm. That Summer Feeling, that comes out in June. I read A Thousand Miles from her last summer, and I really liked it. Also, Bridget Morrissey will always have a soft spot in my heart after she put the lyrics of Misguided Ghosts in <laughs> A Thousand Miles, that Paramore song that I really like. Um, and I, re- I really liked A Thousand Miles. I thought it was really fun. We talked about it on a separate episode, but mm-hmm. it was a road trip. A second chance um and it was really good um but this one is about a divorcee i don't really like that word but um but she a, go- a woman who has gone through a divorce yeah lots of words but you know that is a little bit better yeah uh but she goes to sleepaway camp with her new friends and their sleepaway camp just reopened and yeah, they kind of just like relive their summer that they wanted to have as kids at camp. Healing their inner child. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, it's in the Blue Ridge Mountains, which Book Lovers was in the Blue Ridge Mountains. Love it. Uh, which is a beautiful place. I have been there. They're gorgeous. Camp Carl Cove. That's where they go. That's a mouthful. Yes. Um, and she runs. This isn't a ghost. Oh. A ghost? Sorry. No. So they go to this camp and they're basically, yeah healing their inner child, all that, reliving the summer of their dreams. And it looks like it's a second chance. So, no, hold on. It's gay. Ooh. You think it might be a second chance, but she ends up rooming with the sister of a former crush, it looks like. Ooh, I'm intrigued. And her name is Stevie, and she's a park ranger. Ah, I so, love it. Park love Ranger it. romance. I love it. So I'm very excited about this one. It's camp. Wait, the cover is so cute. It is really cute. And again, I really liked A Thousand Miles. I thought it was so cute and fun. And I never read it. I really need to because I've only heard good things. I don't know why I skimmed over it. But yeah, here's the tagline. When a divorced woman attends a sleepaway camp for adults, she reconnects with a man from her past, only to fall head over heels for his sister instead. Mm, I love it. Kind of like Kiss Her Once For Me, almost. Yeah. Yeah. A little different, but... But kind of same energy. A sister. Interesting. Interesting. I'm very excited to meet uh, Garland and Stevie. Me too. I'm pumped for this one. Yeah, that sounds... I'm going to move that one up higher on my list for sure. Um, next is one I have not finished, but I am, you know, another double feature I want to do. Again, I've been in such a slump for like three months and I'm really trying to break out of it and I can finally feel it. So I'm going to harness that energy into catching up. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is the second one of the... The I, Win in Rome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I have started Win in Rome and I do like it so far. It's about pies. When in Rome is when in Rome was another one that I feel like I've run into a lot of people really liked it and me too and I've had it I have it I just haven't picked it up yet same thing I got it during like a little Kindle deal because I had it from the library and then I was reading something else I think it was one that I was doing in concurrence which I know never works for me and I just like fell off of it Mm -hmm. but small town pie baker uh musician if I remember correctly 
Yeah, when in Rome is. Yes. And then the second one is she runs a flower shop. Another flower? Well, no. Yes, flowers, secretly yours. We've got we've got some running running themes here. Yeah, according to the cover of this new Sarah Adams book, this man has a lot of tattoos. Will, the sexy, tattooed, and absolutely gorgeous bodyguard is technically or temporarily back in Rome. All right. So All right. we'll see if this man has good tattoos. As we've said on this podcast, very rarely does a man in a romance novel actually have good tattoos. True. It's true. Met a lot of women with good tattoos in romances. Never the men. It's yeah. always never forget our good friend Miles. <laughs> God. His, the worst tattoos. His skull on fire or whatever that was. <laughs> um, but I'm excited to kind of do these like small town romances like back to back. I'd like to do them as... A as a fe- unit. As yeah. a unit. As a double feature. Because um, I do really like a small town. And this one's Kentucky, which we Cute. don't don't get a lot of Kentucky representation in romance. Don't know if I've ever read a romance novel based in Kentucky. Well, here you go. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Oh, this one I just found that I'm really excited about. Um. Mm-hmm. So Ava Wilder did How to Fake It in Hollywood. Which I really liked. That was the one about this guy I pictured basically as Ben Affleck and this rising starlet. And it was all of the things I love of a celebrity romance. Um, Ending kind of like fizzled out for me, but not bad enough to where it It was a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was just kind of like, oh, well, I didn't love it, but Mm -hmm. I had such a good time reading it as a whole that I can get past it. Mm -hmm. So this one is a second chance it's another celebrity one Mm -hmm. uh it is co-stars yeah co-stars on a paranormal tv show called intangible and they spent years finding pining for each other on screen and then she ditches the show to go become a movie star and it didn't work out so now she's back on the show i love it yeah, I'm really excited about this one. Also, it has 4.31 on Goodreads so far. Yeah, which again, you have to take all of these that haven't come out yet, sort of with a grain of salt. Yeah. Um, but it bodes well. Yes. They hate each other, and she's coming mm-hmm. back on the show <laughs> after they had a fling in the first season and it didn't work out. Incredible. So we've got Ghost Show, we've got Celebrities, we've got Second Chance. Um, yeah, I'm Lots excited for this one. Lots of ghosts today. Lots of ghosts today. <laughs> we're seeing we're seeing some common threads come up here. Yeah. Yeah. Excited about that one. Really excited about that one. I didn't know about it until this morning. And then I found this really random one scrolling through Goodreads. Okay. I was just going to say, I've never heard of this before. I also don't think I've ever heard of this author. So this, <laughs> I saw it on Goodreads and I was very intrigued by the title. <laughs> it's called Mrs. Nash's Ashes. Indeed, I have questions. By Sarah Adler. And it's a road trip. Uh, to scatter ashes? To presumably? scatter ashes for this old woman. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. So it looks like it was her old lady friend who passed away. uh uh-huh. And she's getting a travel companion who was stranded. So I don't know a whole lot about it because I literally just found out about it this morning, but uh-huh. it is somebody scattering ashes and a writer who sounds kind of like our good friend Gus. <laughs> He's very cynical. Yeah. Um, and they're going on a road trip to scatter three tablespoons of ashes. 
specifically. Three tablespoons. Okay. Just specifically. Sure, why not? So, yeah, they... um. This blurb says they contend with peculiar bed and breakfast, unusual small town festivals, and deer with a death wish. So so there's almost definitely an only one bed situation somewhere in here. Almost certainly. Yeah. So again, I, I have, I've never read this author. Oh, the blurb is from Ashley Poston, though. Okay. On the cover. I trust it. I am very intrigued by a romance that begins with scattering ashes. Yeah. We apparently like romance with some death involved also. Yeah, evidently so. Evidently so. Yeah. Um, and that one comes out. Actually, this one will be out by the time this episode comes out. I just requested it on NetGalley. Oh, it's on NetGalley. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So I'm doing that. So yeah, a little, little bit of a wild card, but... uh. I'm ready to read about some three tablespoons of ashes in somebody's backpack. So you know how last year I read those, um, the Disney retellings by Julie Murphy and Jasmine Guillory. They both had one. So Julie Murphy did like the Cinderella retelling with like, that was like on a show like The Bachelor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Jasmine Guillory did the um, Beauty and the Beast retelling. There's a new one. (gasps) that I just came across on NetGalley as I was scrolling, look, and it comes out August 1st, and it's by Zoreda Cordova, and I'm probably saying that name wrong, but she is the one who wrote that book. Um, I got it as a book of the month, like, last year, the year before it, and I never picked it up, but I heard great things. It's The Inheritance of Orchidia Divina. I'm mm-hmm. also butchering that, but you know the one I'm talking about? Yes. You heard of this book? She has a book. So the series is called Meant to Be, this like Disney retelling series. Mm-hmm. Um, she wrote one. Do you want to guess which Disney movie it is? Okay, so we've done. We did Cinderella. We did Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Is it. Wait, did you say the title already? Or no? It would give it away. Okay. Who are we? Is it Sleeping Beauty? No. Snow White? No. Shit. Uh, I'm running out of Disney princesses. It's called Kiss the Girl. Stop! Yeah. <gasps> How could I forget? And the, the, the lead character's name is Ariel. Ariel oh, Del Mar. Oh! <laughs> Ariel of the Sea. How how on theme. Yeah. Um, she is one of the most famous singers in the world. She and her sisters together, known as the band Siren 7, have been a pop culture phenomenon since they were kids. Uh, blah 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 but lately she wants more da, 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 da. she um, is supposed to begin her solo career starting with a splashy announcement on a morning talk show the night before Ariel and her sisters sneak out of their Manhattan penthouse for a night of incognito fun at a rock concert in Brooklyn it's there that Ariel crosses paths with Eric Reyes dreamy lead singer of an up and coming band unaware of her true identity Eric spontaneously invites her on the road for the summer for the first time in her life, Ariel disobeys her father and goes <gasps> with him. Whoa. Okay. I I have been like really loving this like fun Disney retelling series. And I've talked about this on the podcast and to you before of like, I read a lot of these retellings. I don't know why I keep coming back to them because 99% of the time they're like not very good. Mm-hmm. Um. But these have been so delightful. And I think it's partially because it's like really like it's Jasmine Guillory. It's Julie Murphy. And I haven't read the other Zoreda Cordova book, but like I know it was very popular. So I think they're just like 
being done by like very very talented people yeah so i'm very excited so that comes out august 1st so th- i'm gonna okay. add that to my summer reading list okay okay kiss the girl that i can't wait wow really lined up with uh disney's live action remakes also so yeah that feels probably purposeful right <laughs> yeah yeah they're doing them in because cinderella with no cinderella with lily james came out after emma watson yeah but it's it's it doesn't sort matter of thematically yeah aligning yes well i i suppose we can skip the what are we reading right now because we're both reading the same book which we've talked about at length which is romantic comedy yes pick it up if you haven't we like it so far i like it um we'll 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 tell you our thoughts after we finish i assume yeah we'll see where this is going because yeah once i've gotten to it's it's weird in that it's only three chapters they're three very long chapters. That's why I was confused when you said, are you still on the first chapter? And I was like, there are not chapters. <laughs> there there are. I don't know why they're called chapters. It should be called part, but right. there are only three of them. And again, they are very long. So it's, yeah. one, it's one of the first chapter is one of those kind of like real time, like Tuesday at 5 p.m. Tuesday books. at 6 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. Which I like that format. I think it's fun. Me too. It kind of stresses me out because it's made it a little hard for me to be like, okay, I'm going to read until the next. Because mm-hmm. usually I'm like, okay, I'm going to read until the next chapter and then I'm going to put this down and go do this other thing I have to do. Yeah. So it does make that challenging. But yeah. yeah. Let me know when you get to chapter two. There's a shift. It's interesting. I will. I will. Um, maybe I'll blow off my responsibilities today and do that. I can't um, really do that, but maybe <laughs> I wish I could. <laughs> The option is there. The option is there. I could. I'll regret it, but I could. Yeah. Okay, so next up, we'll have our Unhoneymooners, Unhoneymooners reread. Why is that so hard to say? Unhoneymooners. It yeah. is a hard word. It's because it's like the same un and un, un noises an, 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 together. Yeah. An enemy. An enemy. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. I'm, I, I've, have you ever reread this one? I have. It's been a long time. I started mm. to reread it last summer, I think, and I didn't get very far and was That's like, right. yeah, I, I don't know, I just realized I wasn't super in the mood. Right. Um, so I'm excited to do it again for the first time right. in at least like two, three years. So I've never reread it since the <gasps> first time I read it, which was like, I don't know. 2019? Yeah, when we met. Yeah. 2019? 2018? 2019? Something like that. Yeah. So it's been a while. Yeah. I'm excited. Let's see if it holds up. I imagine it will. Yeah. What if it doesn't and we've just been telling people to read this book for years <laughs> and it's actually not good? Whoops. <laughs> if you read that book and hate it, let us know, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but yeah. And yeah, so we've got two rereads coming up this summer. We'll probably slide in uh, some some newer books too. Yeah, we've now got a good list to pick from, so we'll be sure to make that announcement next week or next episode. Yes, certainly. Um, So, you know, if you're on vacation somewhere, hope you're having a good time. Yeah, send us your pack list. Let's see it. Yes, please. And tell us where you're going. Yeah, that too. (laughs) Let us be jealous. Yeah. (laughs) 